Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time, work, Friends, family expect you to be on 24-7? Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What up, listener? We wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this Blue Wire podcast. Be sure to show your support to this pod by subscribing and dropping a five-star review on iTunes, a follow on Spotify, or the appropriate dap for any other platform you might be listening on. And if you're enjoying this show, chances are you'll like one of our 75 other sports podcasts. Find more shows you'll love at bluewirepods.com. Thanks again for listening, and now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Blue Wire. The Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray. And the 2019 Offense Rookie of the Year is Kyler Murray. This year's most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. Jackson Jackson himself. Look at him turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles! He is Houdini! Patrick Mahomes with a rope. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami. All right, guys, welcome back to the Established Pass podcast presented by Clutch Points. I am your host, Blake Lovell, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Dylan Reagan. And as you're going to be able to tell from this episode, uh, both of our usually uh, very seductive voices, um, not so seductive for this episode of the podcast as uh, both of us uh, fighting through some sickness right now. But uh, we march on here uh, on the Established Pass podcast. Speaking of which, uh, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, March has arrived, and uh, we're only weeks away from the big tournament. Yes, that tournament. Uh, so make sure you head over to Bet Online and open an account today. That way, you can get in on their $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest. It starts on March the 15th, and uh, that's right. Listen, $100,000, March the 15th. Uh, keep those two numbers in mind because that'll be very important for your chance to win a lot of money. You don't need to be hardcore to get in on the action. Uh, you have multiple entries available, and uh, it's this season's best chance to cash in. And remember, the NBA, the XFL, both still going strong. So whatever your passion is, uh, bet online, the place to be for all your betting needs. So uh, visit our good friends and exclusive partner, Bet Online, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. You can sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code BLUEWIRE. That's all one word uh, for your 50% sign up bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, Dylan, uh, again, I think both of us, uh, we are have been talking about one thing, seemingly, has been the common trend on this podcast since we started, uh, you know, the off season and all that, 
And uh, his name is Tom Brady. And uh, that is going to be the the focus of this episode because, uh, once again, seemingly every time we record a podcast, there's a new Tom Brady rumor out there and there's a new team linked to him. And uh, just so happens that uh, a team that makes the Super Bowl somehow is now linked uh, to Tom Brady. Yeah, we had these teams that we've been discussing for, you know, as, you know, all the weeks since the Super Bowl that kind of seemed to make sense. The Titans, Colts, now the Colts kind of falling out of it. Titans still uh, considered a team that's uh, going to pursue him and obviously makes sense. Uh, if they're not going to keep Tannehill, uh, <laughs> you'll take Tom Brady, that's for sure. But for the 49ers and entering the mix, yeah, did not did not anticipate that. But I mean, it, I, I fun like just from a hilarious standpoint, the idea of Tom Brady going and taking Jimmy Garoppolo's job to, from the team that he got traded to would just be ultimate trolling for Tom after all the years of Jimmy waiting for his moment with the Patriots and now uh, possibly losing his job again. Uh, that'd be just ridiculous. But I, I don't think that's going to end up happening. We can talk about it more here. And George Kittle, I know uh, we have an article coming up uh, soon on Clutch Points about him backing Jimmy Garoppolo with all these rumors. Uh, who knows? You, you know, it's Tom Kieran, who's a uh, you know, reliable uh, reporter in New England, has done a, a ton of reporting on Tom Brady's career throughout his career. Um, and he, even he, when he talked about it, if you listen to the radio bit, he's not he's not saying like it's it's for sure happening. It just sounds like the you know, just like any team really that's a contender or not should be interested if they can in signing Tom Brady. Yep, uh, and and like you said, I, I think it's something interesting to think about because. You know, if you look at it, sure, I think any team would love to have Tom Brady, but you also look at the locker room aspect of it, as some people have pointed out, and it's like, are the current players on the 49ers, if they were to bring in Tom Brady here and just push Jimmy Garoppolo to the side after getting to the Super Bowl, um, that locker room morale is going to change a bit. No matter how good Tom Brady is, um, you can bet that's going to be, that would be a fascinating situation. Mm -hmm. And like we said, though, I mean, how many times have we had this conversation where, you know, uh, for a two or three day stretch during a week since the off season has hit, it's been this team or that team. At first, it was you know whoever. It's it's looking at all that. It was the Raiders, and then it was uh, the Titans. Now and <laughs> yes. and now it's the 49ers. And it's like we we get on this two or three day stretch where there's one team that we just focus in on. All the rumors surround, and and yet we still have no idea. And um, I think you you kind of you know to piggyback off of that. You look at where things stand between Brady and the Patriots. Um, that's another one. You know, Tom Curran, someone else uh, looking at, at apparently the two talked. Uh, Brady and Belichick talked on Tuesday. Um, you know, the the report from him is that it was not a particularly uh, productive talk. Um, one of those that you know they probably, I assume, just just had some some quick words in terms of business and uh, you know how you want to take that from either side. One side may have thought it was productive. Another side may have thought it wasn't. Uh, I'm not sure what we gather from it. Other than that, we knew these two were going to talk eventually. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't know that it changes anything still at this point, uh, just because, you know, the, the first time, at least that we think they talk reporting wise, um, you know, just because it doesn't all of a sudden result in Tom Brady saying, Oh, I'm ready to come back. Those like, all right, let's go. Like, let's, <laughs> let's go sign a deal right now. Uh, that, that's just I don't think we should read too much into that either. Yeah, if there's anything that seems to be clear through all these rumors that are unclear, it's that Tom's not going to rush to make his decision. That seems to be the the one common theme between everyone and everything that's been said so far. So, yeah, I mean, this is probably more of these guys touching base. I mean, they have worked together for so many years, for two decades now at this point. 
uh, and their relationship, obviously, with all the success they've had. It's been, you know, looking back at, I think it was a couple of years ago, you had the reports about the, the little bit of a, a snag in their relationship when they're possibly deciding whether to keep Tom Brady or, or Jimmy Garoppolo. And it was uh, the reports back then at the time were saying that Robert Kraft wanted to keep Brady and that uh, uh, Belichick was intent on uh, letting Brady go and keeping Garoppolo as his quarterback of the future. So, uh, you know, but uh, those guys have kind of, uh, you know, said that everything's fine between them. There's no, uh, there's no issues between the two of them. But nonetheless, uh, it's definitely a, a professional relationship. I, the guys do like each other. <laughs> I don't feel like Brady and Belichick could could not after all the success they've had. But uh, definitely at this point, they're keeping it. Uh, close to the chest here. It's not it, Belichick's not like come in here, buddy. Like I'm gonna give yeah. you whatever contract you want. He's still gonna give him an offer and probably won't offer above what he thinks is fair. Um, I wonder how much Robert Kraft could influence that uh, offer at, at the end of the day. But yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting situation in terms of it not being productive. I mean, like like we're like I kind of was started with this. Uh, discussion is that you know if there's one thing we know at this point Tom's not going to rush his decision so anything that Belichick had to say um, Tom you know he's right now he's just not in a place to decide until he's you know vetted all of his options and really analyzed everything as he hits free agency and you know not not something he's really uh, done in his career for so long it's kind of crazy to think he's first time we really are seeing him uh, you you know even if he ends up staying with the Patriots it's fair to (laughs) say that this is he's actually really considering leaving New England, which is crazy enough to think about. If you just told someone that two years ago, they think it's crazy. Yeah, no, they would. And uh, like you said, you know, I mean, it's the first time he's been a free agent, and so uh, it wouldn't make sense for him just to rush back and, and do this or that and say, you know, not to at least entertain other options. And I think we were always going to get to that point no matter what. I think no matter what happened last year with this team, we were always going to probably be in the same situation that he was going to entertain other options. Like it wasn't going to be as simple as – as him just saying, oh, well, you know, absolutely not. I'm going to do this. I'm going to stay here, and and that's it. So I, I don't think we were ever going to see that happen, uh, really, no matter what. But, um, you know, now you look at it from, from other aspects, too. <laughs> it's so interesting that uh, the one player that seems to be tying himself to Tom Brady throughout this process is uh, none other than Antonio Brown. Um, this is a uh, <laughs> staple of the podcast. I, I tell you, it started as an Antonio <laughs> Brown podcast. Now we've gone to a Tom Brady podcast. Full circle. Everything has come full circle. Um, so ESPN had an article out about, um, you know, what was just some of the, you know, the rumors flying around. And um, apparently Antonio Brown's people um, have talked about Tom Brady staying in contact with him and that, and that I just like trying to get through this because you know what if I'm ultimately like what if this is ultimately true like that's what I'm thinking in the back of my head (laughs) but I think about it okay I'm going to try to get through it on this one so the the thought is that um you know Tom Brady has told Antonio Brown that he wants to you know play together no matter where Brady winds up and you know I guess I mean I don't know I guess it's possible um they they could have formed a bond uh, during his short stay in New England and you know if Antonio Brown, the player, we've never, we've never said is you know there, there's not a lot of bad things to say about Antonio Brown, the player, but it's all the other stuff surrounding him, and um, I you know just just like with everything else, 
I find it hard to believe that um, you know Tom Brady and Antonio Brown are going to be a package deal for for whoever ultimately uh, Brady winds up playing if if it's not with the Patriots. Uh, but uh, I mean, at this point, you know what? Who knows? Like like there are crazier things that have happened, and uh, but the fact that Antonio Brown's people seem to be the ones pushing this though, <laughs> yeah, that that may tell us a little bit more. I was going to say after for both of us working in sports media as long as we have, we know that reading the headlines one part of the equation. The other is seeing the source <laughs> for a lot of these rumors and reports. And when you see that <laughs> that the source is that two people close to AB were the ones uh, saying that Brady is kept in contact, all this stuff about wanting to be a package deal. It's just hilarious. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you said, maybe it will end up being true. Maybe they will end up going to the same team. Maybe it'll end up working out. Maybe Antonio Brown will turn things around. Uh, off the field and won't uh, be such an issue to to the point where a franchise even like the Patriots, which uh, seems like the the one I I know going back to when they got him initially, we talked about how they're probably the one franchise that could handle the crazy enough. It's uh, with their culture and everything they built. Something that you know you might say about like the Spurs, for example, in the NBA, um, and I don't you know other teams and other sports, yeah. but still just didn't work. So it's like if it's if he's not if it's not going to work there, where is it going to work? And for Tom Brady. I, yes, he wants to play with uh, great weapons. He wants to have uh, better targets, I'm sure, than he had in New England a year ago. That was a constant theme of the season was the lack of uh, receiving targets and depth in the receiving corps for New England. But I don't think he needs to to, ma- to make that work. I don't think Antonio Brown has to be part of the equation. I think he can be. Again, uh, we'll see. We'll find out, I guess. But at this point, yeah, consider the source is kind of my take on this. And the fact that it's coming from AB tells me everything I need to know. Yep, uh, we'll see if that ultimately ends up happening. But like we said, uh, I don't know. There just seems like a, a far-fetched possibility at this point, uh, even if they are good friends. Um, you know, so someone signing Antonio Brown, that's a whole other discussion uh, for another day because uh, there's a lot going to go along with that. So, um, all right, moving past that, as we said, the 49ers are kind of the, the flavor of the week here, I guess, in terms of uh, the team that's getting the most attention. But when we look at it overall, um, you know, it's we, we've mentioned all the different options. It's it's if it's not the Patriots, you know, we've mentioned the teams. It's the Raiders, uh, the Titans, the mm-hmm. Bucks, uh, the Chargers, the you know, I guess the 49ers now. I, I, if we look at this realistically, and and again, let's just say let's throw everything out that that we think is going to happen. And I, I, for me, I, you know, I still think it's probably going to be the Patriots, despite all the reports, all the rumors. Um, we have nothing concrete to go on otherwise at this point. Mm-hmm. So if we say that he's going to go somewhere else, of the options that have been presented, and, and I guess, you know, more than likely we're going to present all these options and he's going to wind up, you know, signing with the the Jets or the, you know, someone okay. like that. Like just to, <laughs> just to really, you know, throw everything uh, out of the loop here. But um of those options that we've talked about the most, uh, where, you know, we've kind of talked about this, but if you had to be the person that said, okay, Tom Brady, I'm going to advise you to go to this specific team because of all these options you have, I think this is the team that is the most, right, there's there's a two parts to this. It's the most mm-hmm. realistic possibility of going there, which as of right now, I don't think the 49ers, I don't think it's realistic. That's just me. Um, mm-hmm. Of the realism plus your potential to win a Super Bowl, who would you pick of this group that we've talked about? Man, it's tough. I mean, the, the Niners have to be... Yeah. I, I know we're saying, like, it, it just doesn't seem realistic, and that's the, the issue with them. But in terms of uh, situation, I don't think you could ask for a better spot. You get 
you get little uh, Gronk Jr. and George Kittle and maybe <laughs> with the, the tight end there and uh, receiving wise over the course of the year, if they're able to keep Emmanuel Sanders, their receiving corps definitely looked great. Debo Samuel took some great strides. You talk about the offensive line, the running game, the defense. I mean, how could that not be uh, the best place for a quarterback to want to be? And last year, a lot of uh, a lot of people would t- argue that the, if they had better quarterback play in the Super Bowl, uh, that the San Francisco probably would have ended up being able to hold on and win that game against the Chiefs. So, um, for if Brady is if all he cares about is winning a Super Bowl, if he can make it work in San Francisco, yes, like that. I, I that would that's where I would advise him. And if we if we rule that out, though, is not realistic. From there, I, I know the Colts. The latest report we had on Clutch Points um, was about him not them not being expected to pursue Tom Brady, which just seemed. Kind of strange to me. I don't know. I mean, unless they're just zeroing on Philip Rivers, which there's been some talk uh, also that maybe they aren't for sure going to sign yeah. him. So yeah. that's it's it's all kind of everything's still churning right now. And the one the one team that at least seems like they're for sure interested. I haven't seen anything on the contrary is Tennessee, and that one does make a lot of sense. Uh, a lot of great weapons, great offensive line, good running game. Uh, you don't have you're not buoyed by the defense the same way you would be in San Francisco. Tennessee's defense had some great performances in the first two rounds of the playoffs, but over the course of the year, their secondary wasn't phenomenal. They just they're a solid defense, but not a you wouldn't say they're a championship caliber carry you through a title type of defense like San Francisco really had. So, uh, yeah, if I'm advising Tom Brady, though, if it's, you know, <laughs> might not be realistic, but if you can get to San Francisco, get to San Francisco, <laughs> I, obviously he's from the area, grew up a Niners fan. It just, that seems like it could be a fit. It's just, uh, in terms of football wise, just all the other calculus that goes into it. Um, and like you're saying with the locker room, man, it, it could throw, you know, I, I don't try to look too far into the, uh, how chemistry impacts play, but I mean, it, it culture is pretty important um, still. And uh, I'm sure that impact is not something that uh, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan could ignore if they tried to make it happen. Let me ask you this, and I'll tell you which one I think in a second. But it, just in this scenario, it, would the Patriots or the Titans be the, the better choice for him next season in terms of potential to go the furthest in the playoffs and have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. Oh man, I think that's see that's a much more intriguing question than you would think because I, I think well, it's it's pretty even without knowing what either team's going to do in yeah, free agency or in the draft. Yeah, like if New England can and like their defense was still solid. I know it regressed over the course of the year after they played some teams that were uh, actually solid instead of that that first half of their schedule, which is just so ridiculously easy. But uh, I. I, I get. I'd still, you know, even though that just watch the Titans beat the Patriots in the playoffs, <laughs> I still have a hard time not siding with New England and with Bill Belichick having him. And they just it, it, they've had these years in the past through the this dynasty that just won't die. They've had these years in the past where they they, they just don't have it, and they just they lose at some point. And you know, they had a few years where they had to to turn it around um, back between their, you know, all these Super Bowl appearances. They had the first cluster and then all these ones at the end of Brady's career. Brady doesn't have time for that to to improve, but I still think, like, you know, he doesn't have the same amount of time in his career to wait for something like that to happen in New England. But I still think there are a few tweaks away from still being one of the elite teams. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the Titans just, I I just don't trust their defense enough. Uh, (laughs) Offensively, in terms of his stats, I think Tennessee at this moment is the better choice for him. But I I don't, as we know with Tom Brady, he's not worried about his numbers so much as just winning. 
Yeah, I I think it's an intriguing question, but I would still pick the Patriots, uh, which, you know, people who've listened to me knock the Titans all year long, probably not surprised at that. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I just, I mean, you you just assume the Patriots are going to add some some pretty key players in free agency either way. And, um, yeah, I would probably still go with the Patriots, but uh, I I don't know. But, all right, let's say he does leave. And and going back to what you mentioned, (laughs) that the 49ers, I mean, like I said, I don't know that it's realistic, but – you know, I'm not I'm not a rumor guy, and I don't really, you know, we, we've we've talked about this ad nauseum at this point. Um, but yeah, I, that would be the first choice if you're talking about mm-hmm. just winning a Super Bowl. That's the first choice. How realistic is it? I don't know. Like I said, because I think there's more stuff that goes along with that locker room morale and everything that would would factor in. Um, you know, the Titans probably the next of that group. Um, if you just compare it to the others, I think the most interesting option. And I don't think this is going to happen, but uh, we've talked about it before. You know, the Bucks with, with their weapons at wide receiver, um, with their running game starting to come along, I think the Bucks are very intriguing. Mm-hmm. I don't know that – I mean, because you think about it, in that division, you know, the Falcons are still kind of in transition. The Panthers are in transition. Um, you know, the Saints are the Saints, but – as we've seen, I mean, I think the Saints are, are at that point where they're really talented and you'll expect them to be a Super Bowl contender. But, um, you know, I, I don't think they're the I don't think they'll be the same team this year as they were last mm-hmm. year. And I, I could be wrong about that, but um, I, I think they could be a little different. So that division with the Bucks defense getting better, that mm-hmm. opens up some possibilities. And I don't think they're going to go win the Super Bowl next year or anything. But I think from a purely fun perspective, if Tom Brady wants weapons, uh, the Bucks are, I mean, they might be the best of the bunch in terms of uh, having, mm-hmm. you know, Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, and, and all those guys like that. Um, I, I would be intrigued by that, even though I don't think that's realistic. Uh, and that, again, that kind of circles back to everything. What is realistic? And that's because, mm-hmm. like, we don't know what's realistic here. <laughs> and that makes it hard to add in that element just because, you know, it could be any of these things. It really could. But I, I don't know that that any of them are more realistic possibilities than him going back to the Patriots. Yeah, the, I mean, the 49ers kind of came out of nowhere. So maybe, I mean, Tampa Bay, I know weeks ago they were kind of more uh, rumored. I haven't seen anything lately, but yeah. as you, as we're saying, any, any team can kind of pop up at any given time. Yeah, in terms of their weapons, in Tampa Bay last year, it is inter- it is interesting to think about what they could have done if they weren't turning over the ball so damn much. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. And uh, we talked a lot about how their defense, I mean, from yeah, in 2018 season, they were – 32nd in defensive DVOA. Last year, they finished fifth. So, I mean, the, the defense was not a problem. They're going to, it sounds like they're going to franchise Shaq Barrett. They're going to try to kind of keep this unit together. If they can just be decent with that offense, with those weapons, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I I would love to see that. I Either between him, uh, Phillip Rivers would be fun there. I know, you know the Colts sound like the team that's going to get him, but uh, as we as we we're just mentioning a little bit earlier, maybe not. So <laughs> everything's still in play. I, I do think I do agree that Tampa Bay would uh, it would be really weird out of all these teams in terms of seeing Tom Brady in a helmet of a different team. Yes, the, the, Niner, the Niners aren't too difficult for me just because I've seen pictures of him as a kid wearing Niners jerseys. Maybe um, the Colts maybe are weird just be given the rivalry, but something about that doesn't sound as off. Something about him in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey that just sounds like straight out of Madden <laughs> or uh, some other uh, you know NFL blitz or something like that. Yeah. It's uh, not not the picture I um, envisioned, but you know we've seen other athletes do, do the same thing moving on to other teams that are kind of out there. So why not? I mean, Patrick Ewing did play for the Raptors briefly after all. 
I, I completely forgot about that. I need to find that <laughs> that uniform right now. Um, but yeah, it's uh, who knows. That's what we're saying. It's all this speculation at this point, um, and we don't really have any idea how it's going to unfold uh, here moving forward for Tom Brady. But before we uh, wrap up, um, as we said, both of us uh, not sounding great. This way, you guys don't have to listen to our voices <laughs> like this for uh, an hour for this episode. But um, all right, let's we're we're gonna make a bet here. Next time, let's see. We record the podcast next week, which are will be on Monday. Mm-hmm. Who's the team that that's going to have the most traction on Tom Brady uh, at that point? Like this is yeah, I really think about this one. Like who is going to be the team <laughs> that we're talking about the most connected with Tom Brady when we record this podcast uh, five five days from now? This this might be sound like a safe bet because they've been so constantly rumored, but I'll say the Titans, I guess. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the Patriots are probably the safest, uh, but that that seemed a little too easy. Uh, Tampa Bay and the Colts seem a little more out there at this point. San Francisco even, so I'll go with the Titans. Maybe that's maybe that's too easy of a pick outside of New England, but uh, what about you? What are you going to go with? <laughs> I'm actually going to go with the 49ers, believe it or not. Um, oh. I, I don't know that this one's going to go anywhere. Um, yeah. And it just, I think the more you have these reports come out, I, I'll, I'll just be different, although I think the titans could be it but i'll pick the 49ers uh because this one you know this one could possibly pick up steam because you're seeing all these reports it's like you had one report mm-hmm. and it's like okay it's legitimate and now there are other reports on top of it saying okay now it's even more legitimate <laughs> so i'm like okay it's well more I like <laughs> yeah like i don't know like uh, that's that's Boy. great but uh, at this point i guess next week tom brady's gonna be buying a home uh, in San Francisco is, is my guess. But uh, all right, we'll see what happens with Tom. But there you go. There are some thoughts on him, uh, the biggest free agent uh, you know, on the market in terms of uh, the rumors and all that. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds. But Dylan, we got a lot of great stuff uh, over Clutch Points on Tom Brady, but not just Tom Brady, uh, all the rumors going on in the NFL and a lot of great other stuff as well. Yeah, you can read all of our content on clutchpoints.com, all the NFL stuff under the NFL section, all of our editorials, breakdowns of what teams should and should not do, all the rumors, news, all that good stuff. And obviously, we have NBA content, tons of things going on as the playoff races kind of heat up now. Uh, but following it along in the app, no games for the NFL, obviously, but you can still read all of our all our news. You can you know sort it by your favorite teams, the same teams you follow in the app. Uh, you can fo- listen to our podcast and our app, as well as obviously Apple everywhere else. Um, but you can follow along, uh, you know, baseball season starting, all the, all the games, even the, all the spring training games right now. The streams are up. So got that NBA wise. So a lot of good things happening in the app. A couple, I think, uh, also inside info. I think we're going to have a new game in the app pretty soon. It's a little more skill based than the current one for the on the basketball page. So if you're on the app, definitely look out for that. Yep, there you go. Uh, new stuff uh, all the time. And uh, you can check all that stuff out on Clutch Points. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use. And uh, thanks again to the fine folks at Blue Wire for all they do for the podcast. And again, to our, our sponsor, Bet Online. Uh, be sure to check that out. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time here on the Establish the Past podcast. Thank you.